now, today's Facebook Hole Adventure targets Jupiter. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, Just me this episode. Uh, I don't know why I wanted to do an episode where it was just just me. Um, Wade's out grocery shopping, so I have the whole house to myself, the whole podcast to myself. Um, I don't really know what I want to talk about in this episode. I think it's going to be quite chaotic, as all the rest of them have been. yeah, there's there's been a lot on my mind, but at the same time, not enough. And I've just I've been going through it. Okay, <laughs> I'll put it that way. I've 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 been going through it. Um, I'm I'll start with like what's <laughs> Wade editing this is gonna be like oh my fucking god. Um, I'll start with some updates. I I don't think anything crazy has happened recently we've just been staying in the house it's been raining outside which hasn't helped the depression at all but um oh i wanted to talk about those videos i know everybody got recommended a video of it's like a criminal psychology channel and everybody got a video called what pretending to be crazy looks like in their, uh, what has that been called? In their, uh, homepage? In their feed? What is that called on YouTube? It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, so everyone's gotten that recommended and I have too when I watched it. And I've basically been obsessed with the channel since I watched that. And I feel like it's that way for everybody else. Like, just have been watching all their videos. They're so interesting like it's crazy knowing what someone has done and then seeing how they act afterwards like it's it's very eerie feeling you know what I mean like a few hours before they were covered in blood and they just killed someone and now they're you know trying to act all innocent and cute and whatever I just think those are super interesting and yeah, if you haven't gotten that recommended to you on your in your YouTube feed, you should definitely go watch some of their videos. It's called JCS Criminal Psychology. Crazy videos. It's crazy. Nuts. Um, so I've been very into those videos lately. Um, I don't think there's... There isn't much else that's been going on, really. We've just been watching those every day. Um, Oh, I'm almost on Invisalign soon, which is super sick. I only have a few more trays to go, which is great because I'm getting pretty sick of it. Um, But no, I'm, I'm pumped. I finally get to have a smile that I like and yeah. I got to this point pretty quickly with Invisalign, which is really crazy how fast it took. Because usually you have to keep them in for a year, a year or more. I don't know. It depends on the person. But I've only had them in 
I've only had them for a few months. So that's pretty, pretty nuts. So that's basically all that's new, just crime videos and Invisalign, basically. As for how life is, it's shit. <laughs> um, I don't know what's been up with me lately. It's this overwhelming feeling of I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know what I want to do or what I'm supposed to be doing. And those are all okay things to feel, of course, but I don't know. I've, I've come to learn and realize that my, a lot of my happiness is based off of looking forward to something. So if I don't have anything exciting coming up, I kind of fall into this hole of just, I just feel so shit. And, you know, you shouldn't live like that because there is obviously isn't always something to look forward to. But I've realized that that's how I live. And if I don't have something good coming up, then everything just sucks. And it's stupid. But that's how it is. And lately I haven't had anything to look forward to. So I just feel stuck. I just, I feel like I'm not moving in life. And I feel very unmotivated and I feel gross and like physically too. But that like, I'm taking great care of myself. I have great hygiene, but I just feel gross. Like I feel sick. And I don't, I don't know why at all. Like I couldn't even tell you. It's just, I feel very stuck. Like that's the best way I can put it. I just, I don't, I don't know anything right now. And it, it's weird because I'm on antidepressants and they help me. Um, but you know, they, they can't fix everything for some people they can, which is great, but it's, they're not really a source of happiness or, you know what I mean? Like, again, for some people, they can be happy pills and instantly make them happy, but not for me. Um, so I'm on antidepressants and they kind of make me very numb to emotions. Like I, I don't feel a lot, which See, that's so hard to explain because I feel sad, but I can't emote sadness. Does that make sense? Like I, it's hard for me to cry. It's hard for me to feel like, oh my gosh, so hard to explain. Maybe, maybe someone else listening to this is on antidepressants and gets how I feel. But the thing with those is they kind of... When I started taking the antidepressants, they pretty much removed all of the issues that I had, which is great, obviously. Like, they got rid of things that I was stressed about a lot. They got rid of a lot of relationship problems that I was causing. They got rid of everything that I had a problem with, everything that I was struggling with was gone. Every, like, specific thing, you know? 
But now when I feel sad, there's no reason behind it. I just feel sad because all of my reasons are gone thanks thanks to these pills. And that's great. <laughs> like I don't have reasons to be sad, but sometimes not having a reason is worse. And in my case, it's 10 times worse. Like, I just don't know how to fix the problem. Like, I feel like when you have a reason why you're sad, you can work around it and try and figure out how to make yourself feel better based off of what it is. But I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't know why I'm sad. I don't know why I feel stuck. I don't know why I'm unmotivated. I have no idea why. There is nothing. And I've been having these nights where I'll just get super, super sad. Like just, it's like an unbearable sadness that takes over me. And no matter what I I try to do to take my mind off of it, it just won't go anywhere. And it's for no reason. Like, I just don't, I don't know why I get that sad. I don't know what happens to me those particular nights. Like, I thought it was my period <laughs> at first, but like, it's just not going away. It's every few nights. I just can't take it. I can't take life anymore. And that sucks to say, and it's scary to say, but that's the way it is. And because I don't know the reason why I'm sad. I don't know how to get past it. I don't know how to fix it. I don't know what I need to do to help myself. So I'm kind of just sitting here feeling like crap and taking it in and waiting for something to happen, waiting for it to get better on its own, which it, you know, things don't fix on their own. You got to help yourself. But I can't because I, I just don't I don't know what's wrong. Um, I there isn't a single reason I can even give you like maybe it's everything like part of me thinks everything is wrong. And I just overall feel like crap about everything like Instagram is my full time job. And with that, that means I kind of have to care about the numbers, which I hate. And that brings out an ugly color in everyone when you start to focus on those numbers, your likes and your followers. But when it's your job, you have to. Um, you know, companies look at numbers. Brands that you want to work with, brands that are going to pay you look at numbers. If you don't have the numbers that they want, they're not going to pay you. They're not going to work with you. So that's been a big stress for me because... Instagram is getting rid of all my followers. <laughs> I don't know where they're going, but I'm losing like thousands a day, which is fantastic. Like, I love that for me. Um, and it sucks because I don't want to be that person that's like, oh my God, I'm losing followers. This sucks so bad. But I have to be because I don't know what's going to happen if I get down to a low number again. Like, I, I basically lose my job. Um, so that's a, that's a stress that I have on me and, and it's not going away and I don't know how to fix it. Um, I'm trying to, <laughs> this giant pause, I'm trying to think of what else is bothering me right now. Wait, <laughs> I'm trying to think of it, but I can't, I just had it. The other part of social media that's 
shit is the social part. <laughs> um, people are assholes on there, man. It sucks really bad. And, you know, I'm, I'm obviously not a huge account. Like, I don't get hate every day. But that kind of makes it almost worse for me because the the hate that I do get sticks with me and doesn't go anywhere ever and I feel like I have a very I have a very good memory unfortunately in some cases and things that people have said to me in the past still stay with me and it hurts it sucks like there was this one time back in 2018 I think or 19 um I posted a mirror selfie, like a full body mirror selfie on my story. And this girl messaged me and told me that I'm too skinny and I'm ugly and I shouldn't be wearing um, like a dress. I was wearing a romper, but she said dress, whatever. And it hurt. Like I, I knew that I was extremely thin back then, but to be called ugly for it, it sucks, obviously. And I've gained a lot of weight now. I actually just reached my goal weight, which is crazy. Um, but that doesn't really leave. That that person, that person is still saying that in my head. Like when I go to wear a dress or shorts or anything that's showing my legs or even my arms, I just kind of subconsciously remember that comment like it's not like I think about it all the time but it's kind of affected me without me knowing that it's affected me you know now I think a different way because of her message to me about about how I looked so it sucks really bad like there was a time recently um, really recent, like a few days ago, where I was out with my boyfriend, Wade, and my mom, and Moon, and we were out downtown for a walk. We were just walking, the weather was nice, whatever, taking Moon out for a walk. And out of nowhere, I just felt extremely insecure, like... It was just this overwhelming wave of, oh my god, I, I feel super self-conscious right now. And I was wearing a tank top, and the whole time I felt like my arms were too skinny. So I crossed my arms basically the entire time we were out. And I thought I wanted to go out and get pictures for my lovely job but Wade took um two test photos of me like you know we take one or two just to see if the lighting is good whatever and I looked at them and this is the first time I ever thought to myself like <laughs> I'm getting emotional it's so stupid um I looked at them and said to myself in my head, wow, you're ugly. And I was so stupid. 
should not be crying right now. I'm I swear I'm not I'm not doing this for attention. I swear. Like I don't want you to come DM me after this podcast and be like, I'm so sorry you went through that. Like, no. Solely doing this for the purpose of maybe someone feeling the same way. And I know that when people f- relate, when I when I can relate to how someone else feels, it makes me feel a little bit better in a weird way. So anyways, um, I legitimately said those words to myself in my head. And I know it doesn't sound crazy at all, but, you know, I've been insecure since I was a kid, like 14, maybe it started. I've been extremely insecure, but I don't know. Like, I, it never got to that point. I never... Never thought I was ugly, I guess. And apparently that word is extremely strong to me. <laughs> I don't know. But I just never thought that about myself. And I mean, see, it's so hard to explain. Like, maybe I did think that about myself, but it was more, you know, in the back of my head. It wasn't something that I was super like. What's the word? Maybe I maybe I did think that about myself, but it was more in the back of my head. Like, it wasn't very prevalent. Like, it just, it wasn't a main thought. And for me to um, have it be a main thought and say that about myself to myself hurt because I genuinely thought that. And... It sucked. I felt so shit for the rest of the day. And I just wanted to go home. And I was felt like I was having an anxiety attack. And that's the thing. Like I'm over that feeling now. I don't I don't think I'm ugly anymore. I, I don't feel the way that I felt that day. But the fact that I even felt it and so recently is just weird to me like it's very it's heartbreaking like it's sad and I feel like of all the years that I've been insecure this year should be where I feel the best about myself like I've I've gained weight I've you know I I I feel I overall feel better about myself physically so it was super weird and I guess that kind of made it even worse when I thought I felt great about myself and then all of a sudden I genuinely think I'm ugly um I just like it's crazy that I had that thought and I know that people have that thought about themselves all the time which is heartbreaking as well but it was just it can hurt more when it comes from yourself when you genuinely think something shitty about yourself and you tell yourself that, like, you're bullying yourself, and it sucks. Um, so I feel like that has taken a toll on me. Like, again, I don't, I don't feel that way anymore. It was, and even in, in that moment, that day when I said that to myself and I was feeling super insecure, I even thought to myself, like, you're going to get over this tomorrow. You're not going to feel this way tomorrow or even later today. Like, you're not... This is going to go away. I I knew that it was. 
And it did. I don't feel that way. I don't feel ugly. I don't feel insecure. I feel pretty confident, actually. But it's just (laughs) having that happen has kind of taken a toll on me and made me sad. Overall sad. Um, It's a shitty feeling. It's It's being insecure and feeling like every eye is on you sucks um I know that it's a super common thing um and I know that people beat themselves up over how they look a lot and I just hope that you realize that everything anything negative that you think about yourself is so exaggerated. You see yourself in the mirror every day. You're bored of your features. That's just how it is. But you are 100% the most beautiful person ever to somebody else. And I feel like that's a really important thing to remember is (laughs) your opinion of yourself. Loki doesn't matter because we are so hard on ourselves and you know social media and beauty standards and this and that definitely doesn't make it easier to accept yourself let alone love yourself so just know that you're more than you think you are you're more than you see in the mirror and you know I'm supposed to be like the influencer people people who comment on my photos like I wish I look like you or I was I wish I was you no (laughs) no please don't wish that because I'm literally just like you like I I feel like people think that I have this perfect life and that I'm oh I'm I'm pretty so I'm happy like that's not what it is and I (laughs) I've accepted myself but I still don't see myself as beautiful I don't I don't see what others see in me, um, which is, you know, that's, that's sad. And it's weird to say that right after I say that I'm confident, but it's, it's, I don't know, maybe I'm just like super humble, (laughs) but I don't consider myself anything that you guys consider me. And again, that's because I'm so damn used to myself. That's just, I know myself best. And I, I guess I just, don't care for myself being any of those things if that makes sense no I don't think it makes sense but it's fine it's fine (laughs) so don't wish you were me don't wish you looked like me you need to try your hardest to accept yourself to at least like yourself because you deserve that your body is working its hardest to keep you alive every day And you can't live forever wishing you were someone else. Like, I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. (laughs) Jealousy is one of the worst things. And I used to be extremely jealous of everyone. Like, I would see a girl on the street and wish I had her nose or her eyes or her body. Like, even on the street, not even social media, but social media makes it so much worse. And... I know we already touched on that in the first episode, so I won't get into that. But I used to be extremely jealous of everyone, and it was so unhealthy. And I just, as stupid as it sounds, like one day I just realized 
what is that doing for you? Like, where is that getting you? Having those thoughts of like, I wish I had her nose. Like, okay, now what? You can't have her nose. Like, it's just a waste of energy, a waste of time, a waste of thoughts, a waste of time you could spend doing something better, benefiting yourself in some way, or thinking about something more important that's that's going to do something for you because jealous thoughts get you nowhere. They just bring you down. And it's stupid that like that's the only thing that was able to get me out of that that jealous um phase that I was going through, like literally just being like who fucking cares? It's this doesn't do anything for you. Like you're not getting anywhere by having these thoughts. You you just feel like shit. And I don't want to feel like shit forever. I don't want to feel like shit at all. So the those the thoughts need to stop. And that got me through it. And I am rarely jealous of anyone anymore. I feel like now um, all my envy is more towards people, people's happiness, people's lives rather than the way that they look. And again, I need to start taking my own advice. Like that's not getting me anywhere, but you know can't control everything it's just the way it is <sighs> yeah sorry i went on a on a little tangent there Ooh, okay i asked you guys what you wanted me to talk about and someone said your struggle with ocd um my ocd is weird um it started out with you know what people think OCD is like it's just you know moving something until it looks perfect or yeah basically basically that or or I don't know looking at a painting on the wall that's that's crooked and being like oh my god my OCD is killing me like that's what people think it is and for me it wasn't so much the painting thing <laughs> but it was more I would move things around a lot like when I was a kid well when I was younger I would every night before I went to bed I'd took my glasses off, put them on my bedside table, and I would move them ever so slightly until my brain was like, yes. And it's stupid. It looks stupid. <laughs> it feels stupid. <laughs> but, you know, that's OCD. You can't control it. And um, just things like that. Like, if if I was sent a message, it was more when it was something important I would reread it a lot. Like my brain would kind of read read it and then stop. Like I, I would have to stop. I would be forced to stop reading and then restart. And it's a terrible feeling. And it still happens to me to this day. Like that one hasn't really gone away. Um, the whole reading thing. I don't know. Some some OCD uh things have have kind of worn off with me. Uh through time, through getting older, like I don't do the glasses thing anymore. I don't care what something looks like when I place it on a table or if something's perfect or not in that sense. But when I read something, I do go over it several times before my brain decides that it's perfect. And it sucks. It's stupid. Um, but the antidepressants that I'm on at the moment definitely help with the OCD that I have, I guess helps with some things more than others because again I still do the reading thing um yeah it's just a bunch of repetitive uh annoying things and 
back then, my OCD was bothering me so much to the point where it was affecting my relationships and particularly romantic relationships. Uh, you know, the mindset of everything has to be perfect was kind of being portrayed on my boyfriend as well. Like my boyfriend has to be perfect. My boyfriend has to have a, you know, perfect past and um, can't make any mistakes and this and that. And it sounds crazy. And it is. It's you become like the crazy girlfriend. It's awful. It sucks. And whenever I would have those kind of disruptive thoughts like that, I didn't want to be having the thoughts. Like I, I described it to Wade once as there's two sides of my brain and there's a wall in between. And, you know, there's like the, the bad side and there's the, the okay side. And the bad side is obviously the OCD and the okay side. Like whenever I would have these intrusive thoughts, I would cringe at myself and be like, why? Like, I just, I don't want to think this. This sucks. And whenever it would affect my relationships, whenever I, it, it would basically force me to ask a stupid question, I would cringe at myself, but I couldn't help it. And it, and that's the main thing that these antidepressants have helped with because I don't care. <laughs> Everything that I care too much about back then, about the past and things he's done, things I've done, I don't care anymore. And I'm so grateful that they've helped with that because it's so shit. It's so shit living in the past. And like, I was scared that it wasn't my OCD because it just doesn't sound like something OCD does, you know? Like, again, everybody thinks OCD is just, you know, moving a painting till it's perfect or, or I don't know, stupid shit like that. That's what everyone thinks it is. And that's honestly what I thought it was too because that's the type of OCD I had, like the whole glasses thing. But I was afraid that, like, it's not my OCD. What if I just am a crazy girlfriend? What if I want to be having these thoughts? But the second that I started my meds, they all went away. So thank goodness, because I'm not that anymore. And it sucked having two sides of me and the one side just completely overpowering the other and just cringing at myself, like doing and saying and asking these things that I didn't want to say or do or ask it sucked so bad and um the meds have definitely helped me feel like one person with one brain and not two sides um you know I can survive with the whole rereading things over and over again I can survive with that but it's definitely helped with everything else and um it's crazy what OCD really is it's crazy what it can make you do like um <laughs> this is kind of a this is okay this is the part of my OCD that the meds haven't fixed and that still drives me insane so recently I was looking something completely different up like it literally had nothing to do with OCD and I came onto this article about OCD I guess and <laughs> stupid i'm really letting i'm letting it all out this episode um this article that was about how ocd was making this guy continuously 
go to the bathroom at night. Like he constantly felt like he had to pee over and over and he would like get up, go to the bathroom, come back into bed. Two minutes later, go to the bathroom. I literally do that. (laughs) It's so bad. Like I go to the bathroom so many times at night (laughs) because it feels like I have to pee. (laughs) And like for a while, I thought, I was like, okay, what if I have, like, a problem down there? Like, because it actually feels like I have to pee. Like, it's not like my brain's being like, go to the bathroom when I don't feel like I have to. Like, it feels like I do. And in that article, I read that, like, OCD can literally make you, it can cause feelings. Like, it can cause the feeling of having to pee. How crazy is that? That some stupid brain thing can cause... (laughs) a feeling to pee like what and I wasn't even trying to read an article about this at all I was looking up something completely different and reading it just made me be like wow so it is my OCD that's making me piss 5,000 times every night before I just happen to fall asleep because I'm tired from all the pissing (laughs) so that's OCD for you. That's the one thing that my meds have not helped with is peeing so much in the middle of the night <laughs> and rereading things. <laughs> but I don't know. You asked about OCD. That's that's what it is, I guess. It can it can cause feelings. Like, I mean, don't listen to me and self-diagnose yourself. Absolutely not. Don't do that. But I would say that I know quite a lot about it and it's affected me in almost every single way that it possibly can. Like, so bad. It's it's a really underrated mental illness in the sense that, like, people don't know enough about it and don't understand, like, the degree of what it can do to someone and their relationships and, you know, their bathroom time. Yeah, I've talked about mental health quite a lot this podcast. So yeah, that's basically how I've been lately. That's how I've been feeling. Um, it sucks. It, you know, I for a while I was pretty like content with life. And then I think I realized like I don't have a reason to be content. <laughs> So it kind of, the sadness hit me from that point. I was like, why am I even happy? And now I'm at this like stuck, just gross, feels like I'm sick type of feeling. That's, that's what life is for me at the moment. Um, if you're going through the same thing, we got this. Okay. We'll, we'll come out of this tunnel soon. It'll, it'll all be okay. Time heals everything. I I say that all the time. It's my favorite quote because it's true. And yeah, we got this, man. Like, come on. Come on. It's fine. We'll be fine. Um, I don't think there's much else I can talk about. I've kind of, I let it all out this podcast. I really did. Uh, again, I want to re- re- reiterate that I absolutely do not want attention. I don't want sympathy. I don't want any of that from this. Please don't take that away from this. Um, I just, I want to say 
everything that I've said this podcast in the hopes that someone will relate and maybe it'll make them feel better. Because again, like for some reason, whenever I feel crappy, knowing that somebody else, especially an influencer or a famous person or whatever, um, not that I'm famous, just, you know, a celebrity, not that I'm a celebrity. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You get what I mean? Um, is going through the same thing. It makes me feel better in some way or another. So yeah, I hope that somebody can relate to anything I've said. And I, I know that somebody will because we all fucking struggle with the same thing, man. And that's the way it is. That's the way the cookie crumbles. I guess that's the end of this podcast. It does not feel like it's been 41 minutes, but I guess it has. Um, I love you so very much. Thank you for listening to this uh, chaotic, very sad, very depressing podcast. Um, I hope you're okay. I genuinely hope you're okay. And I hope life is okay for you. As okay as it can be. Because I know we're all still struggling. But if you ever need somebody to talk to, I am here. Um... I try to read my DMs as much as I can, but, you know, the depression (laughs) can sometimes make it so that I feel like I can't talk to anybody, but just know that I am not ignoring you. I will always be here for you no matter what, and uh, you got this, man. You can do it. Whatever you're trying to get through, you can do it, and I'm here to help if you need anything, so thank you for listening. Um... Peace out. Mama, you want to say goodbye? You want to say goodbye? Come here. You want to say goodbye? Say goodbye. There we go. (laughs) Moon's not, Moon's going through depression. (laughs) Okay. Bye, guys. I love you.